Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Shot, shot, shot. All right, it's official. 11 a.m. in the DMV means pour some vodka. Scotty's Handcrafted Vodka presents... Vodka Red Bull Friday Let's on get it, baby. Family. Scotty's Vodka's Maryland made amazingly smooth and loved throughout the DMV. Joining us now is our friend, Mr. PFT Commenter. PFT, what up, man? How you been? Good morning. Good morning. I'm doing good. Just leaving Indy right now. Have the uh, have the combine flu. A little bit hungover. I could go for a, <laughs> a, a, a Bloody Mary right now. Uh, but really enjoyed my time in Indy. I've, I've kind of reached the point where I've talked to enough people where I am just accepting the fact that Caleb Williams is going to be a bear, and then we just have to not screw up the second overall pick. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's the Caleb to Chicago thing is just more and more of a done deal like every day. Oh, yeah. Um, I I don't know kind of what it will mean, you know, going forward for Washington, but it really feels like it's Daniels or, or, or May, don't you think? Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. And uh, we did a little experiment with, with Dan Quinn. We had Dan Quinn on part of my take. I think that's coming out uh, next week, I, I believe maybe Monday. Okay, And awesome. uh, first of all, Dan is Dan is the man. I, I, I love Dan Quinn now. He sat down. He was just like – That's not something you, you would normally hear in D.C.? I, I like him. He's a, he's a good <laughs> no, no, guy. No, no, I'm just saying I, the Dan is the man thing. It's a completely last <laughs> name now. I know. I, I know. You have to. You have to specify that. I feel like we all have PTSD uh, when it comes to just saying that word. Yeah. But um, he's a good dude. He sat down. And he was just like, first question from him: Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? And we were like, Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's let it rip, man. Um, so he's 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 a good dude. And we pulled out this. I had a visual aid. I don't want to give away too much about the interview, but I had a visual aid, and I asked him. Uh, in no uncertain terms, like, who do you like? You like a guy named Drake, or you like a guy named Caleb, or do you like a guy named Jaden? And uh, and he seemed he seemed to like Drake. I don't know if he understood the uh, point of the experiment because I kind of tricked him a little bit the way I asked the question. But um, I've been I've been going back and forth between Drake and Jaden uh, pretty much every day for the last couple weeks here. And the more I think about, it, the more I think I want Drake now. And I've watched more of them. And he see apparently in the meetings he's been like the smartest person that they've ever interviewed. So um, I think I'm I'm selling myself on Drake. I love Jaden Daniels. I think he's definitely the most electric player in this draft. But um, every time I watch him play, I, I think to myself about about how great RG three was without having the weight necessary to uh, to take some of these big hits. And he gets hit a lot. Like that dude, he loves to get hit. So. 
Um, that part scares me a little bit. Either one of those two guys, though, I'd be I'd be ecstatic about. It's it's interesting because that was kind of the vibe in Indy. I, I felt it kind of shift. Honestly, I, I agree with you. Like I, I talked to enough people. I think people still love Jaden Daniels, but it, it felt like this week things kind of shifted to Drake May at two. Um, obviously, Dan Quinn's not going to tell you who he's taking, right? But no. and Peters isn't. And and honestly, I don't think they know yet. I don't think anything anything is a done deal yet. But it, it did feel to me just walking around talking to folks similar. Um, it's going to be why did you also get this feeling that Caleb's going one and it's not really worth talking about Caleb in Washington? Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I, I get that sense big time. Um, can I scare you guys real quick with a rumor that I heard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a rumor and it's it's unsubstantiated, but apparently there have been conversations about trading back, which I think you have to have those conversations. If, if you're the commanders, you have to, like, pick up the phone and at least see what people are offering you. Um, this is not from the team, but it's from somebody that has apparently some sources with some of the players. Uh, the the commanders have not ruled out getting a veteran quarterback. Uh, I think I know what I've heard. Is it does does his name rhyme with Dirk? His name rhyme, rhymes with Dirk Dozens. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he might have a history. And I, I was like, "Are you serious? Are we thinking about doing that?" And the person was like, "Yeah, you know, they know they know the area. It's like, is that the criteria that we're going with now? Like, he knows he knows how to get around the Beltway, uh, so so he might be worth bringing in. Um, from a content standpoint, it would it would give us a lot to talk about. Um, but I I hope I hope that's not true. I I've I want a new quarterback. I would like to see one of these young guys step in, um, and I'm getting excited about that. And so when I heard the Dirk Dozens. Uh, rumors going around out there, like my heart picked up in pace and also sank deep into my chest. So I hope I hope it's not true, but it would be interesting. Uh, you say it was somebody that has some relationship with the players. I can tell you one yeah. thing: that's the last damn people that's going to know who they picking is the players. Well, I think <laughs> I, you're also. What's interesting, specifically with Kirk, right? Is because I I heard some similar stuff, and I think they're going to open every door, examine every possibility, and and that's a real possibility. All right, we'll trade out of two because we're going to sign Kirk and get a ton of picks and rebuild this team fast. Like, yeah, you, you, you can't ignore it, that. I, you can't I ignore don't it, but I, I don't think there's a player on that team that knows who the hell they drafted. Like, we're not, we're not in win-now mode, right? Like, we shouldn't be in win-now mode. Kirk Cousins is, is like, worse than win-now mode. Kirk Cousins would be, like, win-nine-games-now mode. And that's exactly what where we don't want to be, right? We want to build something that could potentially have us competing for the Super Bowl in the next five years. And uh, and I, I don't know that Kirk's that guy. I mean, we've seen enough of him. He's a very nice guy. I think he's now reached the point where he's underrated uh, because he was, like, so overrated. It's funny how that works. Like, <laughs> it, in our minds, we build up these expectations. Totally. And now I think, I think that Kirk has reached the point where he's underrated as a quarterback. Uh, but still, I don't see – I don't see the real upside, the long-term upside to uh, to bringing in a veteran quarterback like that. I, I told you, got a 36-year-old dude coming off an Achilles to a team that went four and 13, and, and I, this is unpopular. I don't think they're close. I think you need Peters to hit on probably two drafts hmm. and to kind of get the talent level to like if there are organizations that I think are are close to competing 
for that divisional conference championship kind of weekend, right? And maybe even Super Bowls. That's where Kirk could go help. I don't think this team's anywhere close to that. And, and in turn, I don't think Kirk or Russ or Baker spending big money a quarterback makes sense when you can draft your your future. Your heir apparent. I, I agree with that 100%. We're not close. We're not close at all. The roster is not great. We've got so many holes on that thing. We got It's going to be a multi-year process, but like everyone that I talked to at the Combine, at least, has very positive things to say about Adam and how he's – He's going to uh, he's going to do some good things for us. Here's what we need: we need him to find another Brock Purdy, get us like a, a late round quarterback <laughs> that we don't have to pay, and then you have all the cap room in the entire world. So all he all he has to do is just find um, a, a great quarterback with Mister Irrelevant. It's that, it's that simple, think, man. That's the formula. Yeah. <laughs> well, to make sure everybody understands that we're in Washington, we can talk about more than the quarterback. What else are you looking for? You think they need to do in this draft once you get past that first pick? Load up, get some big boys, get the biggest boys you can find, and uh, and I think Dan Quinn will do that. He he loves physical football, so I think I think we need a lot of help on the offensive and defensive line. Now it'll be interesting to see how we how we rebuild the D line after what, you know it was what we thought was our strength for the past few seasons, and uh, we need we need some pass rushers. So I would say get some edge guys and uh, and load up on the, the big dudes up front. That's what I want. Dude, I, I, I meant to ask you this. We're talking with our friend PFT Commenter. You can follow him on X and Instagram at PFT Commenter. Uh, of course, listen to the world-famous Pardon My Take podcast. Um, I, they, they clearly need to rebuild their lines, both sides of them. Um, I think you go QB, and then you got at 36 and 40, I think you almost have to go tackle edge rusher with those two picks. Um, and you should be able to get somebody that's good. But uh, yesterday, and I think you guys talk to him every year at the Combine, Schefter had people in D.C. all fired up. Um, he tweeted that Josh Harris was taking part in the quarterback meetings as an observer, not not asking questions or running anything. I, Brian and I talked about it at length, and I think people respond like it's still Dan, even though we all know it's not Dan. Did you care? Did were you concerned? Are you mad about it? Like what? What when you saw that tweet? What well, did his you think? tweet say he participated. Uh, Schefter knew. Schefter knew what he was doing when he put that out, and that is just to trigger all of us. And, I totally, yeah. dude. <laughs> Consider me triggered. I think uh, as long as he wasn't asking him basketball questions. I know that Ben Johnson was like their basketball guys. So as long as Josh wasn't asking about what he should do at uh, with Tyrese Maxey in, in Philadelphia. I'm I'm okay. Like I understand why an owner, especially a new owner, would want to be in the room for that process. Because number one, he's not just talking to the quarterback. He's seeing how his guys are evaluating going through the process. He wants to be involved in that. And these dudes are so rich, like they're they're billionaires, right? And you're making what could be a fifty million dollar investment into something. Exactly. When was the last time you think Josh Harris? made a $50 million investment in anything where he just trusted somebody else and said, okay, you do it, and then I'll just write my name down on a piece of paper at the end. <laughs> I think he wants to be, like, in the room. Uh, I don't think that – well, from what I know about Josh, he doesn't seem like the kind of person that is going to be, you know, grinding tape and at the last minute coming in and overruling all of the scouts and being like, I want a new toy, get me this person. Um, I don't think that he's going to be part of that, but I do think that – he wants to be around while people are making that decision, which I think from a from just a human standpoint makes sense. 
But all of us out there are like, oh, no, not again. Like, please, right. please don't do this to me again. And I think Schefter knew that that's the, re- that's the reaction that it would get, which is why he tweeted it out. But I'm not, I'm not super concerned about that. I'm more concerned with the uh, NFLPA report card that comes out every year this week, which yeah, seems like it's, it's a, a, just, just an excuse to take a big dump on the Commanders franchise. <laughs> and and I, will, I will stand on this point. There's no such thing as an F minus. The F minuses are unnecessary. Yeah, it's an F. Feels, it feels personal. If you get an F, it's the same thing as an F minus. So when we when we get low marks for treatment of families as an F minus, and and the facility being an F minus, with the story leading off with the phrase multiple sewage leaks contributed to the F minus, <laughs> like it, it, it feels that's an F completely. Personal. You know what? That's I'll give an you F-U, the F-U, not an F minus. Multiple sewage leaks. Yeah, yeah. It's um, dude. I, but you know, if he, if, I'm if totally he was with you on the if, on the Harris if he part. was doing what people would hope he would do, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be the owner of the damn Commanders right now. Yeah. If he wasn't yeah, participating he would, in some some of the key and most important, this is the first pick that he would be that this team would be picking while he's the owner. Why wouldn't he want to know the the ins and outs of what's going into that? Yeah, now I would like to know, was he, like when he was working the draft for the Sixers, was he in the room? Was he like, I like Ben Simmons. I don't care that he can't shoot the ball. Uh, let's draft that. <laughs> well, no, you know what's interesting is he talked about this back in September. He did this interview at the, what's it, the Economy Club? The yeah. Economic yeah. Club. And he actually, he specifically addressed, you know, with the Sixers, I like to be there. I just like to be aware. I'm not influencing the process, but I, I think here, this is what, uh, the specific quote. I got it here. I'm in the draft room in the NBA and would expect to be in the draft room in the NFL. You want to understand the process. You're not picking players. When we went to 53, the roster cuts at the end of training camp, I asked to be briefed on some of the harder decisions, but I didn't want to be in the room because I don't want the process to be altered. I, You can believe him or not, right? Like, I understand if people are... Um, skeptical considering everything with Dan. But but what I know is Adam Peters had options. Adam Peters has turned down interviews. I don't think he's taking this job if he thinks he's going to be micromanaged by the owner. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I am 100% with you on that. And I think he wants to be around and see what the evaluation process is like. Like If, if we were picking first overall and uh, Josh Harris is sitting in that room and Adam decides not to draft Caleb Williams because he paints his fingernails, right? And then Caleb goes on to be an electric quarterback. Uh, that would probably be a good data point for him to know about his general manager, that his GM screwed something up because of something as inconsequential as what color his nails were when he played against Utah. You know, like, yeah. you, want, you want to know the process that your people are, are working with. And so I don't – I'm not concerned about that at all. I'm just, I'm just mostly thinking about the fact that I think – Two two out of the three of these guys are going to be great quarterbacks in the NFL, I think. I don't know which ones they are, but I'm just hoping that we don't make the wrong choice. I hope that this is such like an optimistic time, I think, for the, for the future of the franchise. And it is really like the most conse- consequential draft that we've had as a team probably since the RG3 season. So um, I'm just, I just hope that we don't screw it up, and I'm optimistic at the same time. Uh, when are you uh, finishing up that deal, man? Which deal? Uh, pardon my take, Phil. FedEx Phil? Is what? <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll name it part of my cheesesteak field. And, uh, and 
it'll be it'll be a massive success. So when is when are the naming rights coming up? It's done. Uh, it's dude. up. It's done. It's so up now. When the team got sold, uh, there was a clause in the contract that FedEx could get out of it, and I don't know. I don't believe it's a reflection on Harris or anything. But if you think of all the embarrassments FedEx name has been attached to over the years, I think they're like, "Yo, <laughs> get me out of here." Yeah, yeah. I I think. Um, what about this idea? I know that there's a guy out there. We saw him. He did a, a Super Bowl commercial. He's got a lot of money to burn. What if it was RFK Junior Stadium, <laughs> and then that, that would tie in nicely to the history of the that, area. That would but be I, something. Um, <laughs> dude, so coming back from Indy, I got back last night and it's astonishing how the world keeps changing and Indy keeps staying the exact same. Have you noticed that? The like, exact same. And That's I why like they need it. to move it, that damn combine around. Dude, no, please don't. I, yes. I like Indy. It's great. But like you, a man can only eat so much steak. <laughs> Yeah, I went to the same restaurants, had the same meals, saw the same people. Uh, it's it's a little little bit of normalcy. Although I do think that the whole the whole scene at was it Prime Forty Seven yeah. Steakhouse that everybody goes to, that's that's overwhelming now at this point. Where uh, I've I've started to duck out and go to some of the other dive bars that are in that area, but I'm still talking to the same people and having the same conversations. It's funny. So last night um, I went to a bar called Coaches, which is right across the street from Prime. Sure. And I was hanging out there. I was I was talking to uh, some front office guys from the Browns and the Cardinals, and I felt a slap on my back. And before I turned around, I said, that feels like the hand of a coach that's too big and intimidating to have a job in the NFL anymore. And I turned around, and, yeah, it was Mike Vrabel. That just – he just <laughs> came up. And you, if you've ever met Mike – he just, when he sees you, he just slaps the crap out of you. That's how he <laughs> says hi to people. And I turned around, I was like, yep, that's that's Mike's big bear paw that he's got now. He's a um, unit, dude. Yeah, it was, it, it was cool. It was cool hanging out with, like, a lot of the same people and having these having these conversations, just, like, talking ball. And, and I like Indy because it's not, it's not a spectacle yet, you know? And it's getting there at times. But um, the NFL feels like they, they like to monetize everything and turn everything into, like, this big event. And the combine still has that nice, like, small town feeling to it, where people can go there and, and kind of like cut loose a little bit. It's going to change. I agree. It does have that. And and dude, I was kind of with you on Prime. I I almost feel like the velocity kind of into the lobby bar scene at at the J Dub has taken over from Prime. Ah, maybe that's premature, but um, it seemed like. The velocity and then just hanging out in the lobby at the JW Marriott was was more bumping this week than maybe previous years. And I, I have a conspiracy theory too about uh, about the steakhouses in Indy. I think they're making the cocktails spicier. I think that it's like it's become an arms race now, where they're like, okay, we're gonna do it up much bigger year over year over year. Hank, our producer for part of my take had a shrimp cocktail at uh, at St. Elmo's, and yep. he doesn't like spicy food. Oh, boy. And he, start, he started to cry. He started to choke. <laughs> and then within, like, 20 minutes, he just got up. He's like, guys, i got to go to the bathroom. And I think he's oh, still in the bathroom Lord. right now at St. Elmo's. <laughs> I think he's been in there for 46 hours. Wow. Damn. Dude, they actually walked around Radio Row spicy, and gave though. out I don't, shrimp I don't and think cocktail it's that sauce. Spicy. You like super it's spicy. Got- it's not spicy because it, does, it doesn't it's not stick with you, spicy, but it, it, like, does, it, it just hits op- you. It just opens up your, your your sinuses and stuff quickly. It hits and you And then hard. it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, you got that also, B-Mitch, you got the, the southern, the Louisiana palate where, you know, you you like spicy food. Listen, me, me and JP, I don't I don't know what town you were born in, JP, but I'm I, I've got the suburban tongue, right? Yeah. So uh, you give I, you give me like two teaspoons of horseradish, and I'm gonna call nine one one. It's gonna get you <laughs> for sure, dude. Last one. I know, like a lot of folks, when Dan Quinn was hired, it wasn't the most exciting point for the for the organizational rebuild. Like people were doing backflips in the streets when they got Adam Peters. Dan Quinn, it was like, uh, did they settle? Is this the guy they really wanted? Whatever. Do you? Feel, I don't know if you felt that way, but I think I remember on the on your podcast that's you how you felt. How do you feel now that you've met him, seen how he's built out the staff? I I think I think he's a a good combination of being a, a psychotic meathead, but also a very introspective psychotic meathead. So he he like I, he does a very good job, I think, of identifying his his failures identifying areas where he needs work like he actually wants to do that stuff he wants to he wants to improve and when you hear him talk about getting a second chance you can tell how much it means to him like I think what we're going to get out of Dan Quinn is his best he's going to do the absolute best job that he can do and it's just a matter of like where are his limitations now but I I believe in the guy I think he's going to try very very hard and I think that he's built out a good enough staff around him um, where I, I think he might be successful. Like I, I, at first, like everybody else, you know, I, I wanted Ben Johnson. I wanted an offensive guy. I wanted a young person that's like breaking, you know, breaking the NFL with his, his new play designs. And when we didn't get him and we got Dan Quinn, I was like, okay, well, that's not the direction I thought we were going to go in. Um, but I, as a person, as a human being, I think he's built in the right way to, to have this job. Um, it's just a matter of where where are his next limitations and blind spots going to be but i don't think that he's i don't think anyone's questioned the fact that he's going to work exceedingly hard and just as a little preview um our guy that that is the uh the vp of pr at the commanders he hit me up before the interview he's like what kind of questions are you going to ask dan and i i rattled off a few off the top of my head and i was like oh and uh i know that big cat is probably going to ask a question about one particular field goal that Dan Quinn kicked back in 2015 because that's all Big Cat talks about whenever we talk about Dan Quinn. And about three minutes into the interview, Big Cat was like, uh, 2015, you were playing against the 49ers. You kicked a field goal in fourth and one in the fourth quarter when you were down by seven points and there were four minutes left in the game. Will you apologize for that? And uh, Dan gave a really good answer about it. So I don't want to give away too much of the interview, but he was he's a good sport. He can joke about himself. And he, I do think that he's going to work like crazy hard at this job. He's not going to take this opportunity for granted. So at the very least, we'll have a guy that truly, truly cares. That's all we need. PFT, we appreciate you making time for us, man. Sorry we didn't appreciate get to connect Indy. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll catch up soon, all right? Take care, guys. Sounds Bye, good, man. man. That's our guy, PFT commenter. Make sure you listen to that interview with Dan Quinn, probably coming out next week. Um John Kime's going to join us in about one hour, and the phone lines open up at 1 o'clock. Don't go anywhere. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dude, how nice is driving downtown on Friday? It's Spectacular. Empty. It's empty. Mondays and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. CK, you never hear me complain on Mondays and Fridays about traffic. Uh, that's about not traffic. true. You complain about everything, About dude. traffic. Okay. The la- the Celsius situation this morning was dire. Um all right. Uh I need I need our I need our army, folks. I need our people. I need our crew. B. Mitch and Finley crew. Um, landfill, cockadoodle do to you. Have we gotten any cockadoodle confirmation from the Roostizzle about Lunchizzle? Uh, we have not heard from Bruce the roost yet. Food or something? Word, it, according to Landfill, per Landfill, let me be clear, not me. I haven't talked to Roost all week. I've been out in Indy. According to Landfill, Roostizzle is bringing us lunch. How do we feel about the correctness of this report, Brian? Uh, Rooster normally is a man of his word, man. What is the occasion for Rooster to be bringing now, us lunch? Now, that we don't know. The occasion is yesterday. He, he said he might be bringing us food. Uh, so. Did he? Did he cook too much and decide? Oh, let me bring the leftovers. Is this there? is this food from last weekend? Like he normally <laughs> brings us. I don't think it's Super Bowl leftovers. <laughs> I think he planned on cooking last night. Did he? Did he cook a lot of food to have a, a Wizards watch party last <laughs> night and decide he'll bring the rest in? See if they would be able to get one win in February. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's what we need the people to do. I need you to tweet at WrestleMania. What is it? 621 at WrestleMania 621. Here are the words. What's the 621? Is it his birthday or something? I have no idea. That That's a good question. I think that's Buffalo's area code because he's from Buffalo. Oh, really? He's also from New York. He's from everywhere. And dude. Vegas. Um, he's changed his name, apparently. Um, his name Russo, right? Hey, Russo. <laughs> I, 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 I'll never understand how somebody made him change his name. When the biggest star in New York is Mad Dog, who's also Russo. Like, clearly you could just be named Russo. Yeah. Am I understanding that incorrectly? Yes. I guess guess he was when they called him Chris Russo, they were thinking, they kept asking him about Mad Dog, so he changed to Russell. He couldn't be Chris Russo because he already worked at a radio station where there was another Chris Russo. I got a job here, and I'm named JP. And And if your name was JP JP. Flame, they'd say, nope, that ain't going to happen. I mean, it's pretty ridiculous that we're both JPF, um, but whatever. Fine, change his name. I don't care. Here, I believe Brian. I, I'm open to your opinion. All right. I believe the tweet from our people at WrestleMania six two one just say simply, "What's up with lunch?" Oh, I didn't get his attention. All right. I want everyone that can, if you if you are able and willing, tweet that to. Chris Russell, tweet it at WrestleMania621. Of course, you can listen to his program. Comes on at 2 o'clock on Team 980. Um, at Russell, what's up with lunch? Jeff, will you lead the people off? Will you send the tweet to Russell, what's up with lunch? Can you do that for me? Got you. Hold on. My man, thank you. Um, 
I'm very curious what the occasion is, but I'm 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 down with yeah, it. Yeah, okay. He just likes he just likes JP when you come back to the studio. He missed me? Yeah, he missed you or something. Um Brian? Yeah. We all signed up for I don't remember signing up for anything. A Wizards rebuild. We wanted him to finally tear it all the way down, do it the right way. Brian, they went 0-12 in February. And that was with a leap year. Yeah. Yeah. They had an extra day to get it done. <laughs> and they, they almost they did. did try it. They took it overtime. They almost did. Ah, I mean, Landfill, is this what you signed up for? Yeah, absolutely. You're good with it. Yes. I just wish it was last year when Wembenyama and how is the kid Scoot doing? The other the guard. Um the one that you wanted? I like Scoot. I'm gonna look it up real quick, see how he's doing. I'm just fine glad they finally accepted that they aren't good instead of trying to, you know, max effort it to to make a run at the eight seed. They realize that they kind of suck and they're just gonna need to to full scale legit suck for a few years so they can maybe attempt to be good. Yeah, Lanford had people upset with him yesterday too. What were people mad at you yesterday? Oh, uh, you know he was just saying about like Dan. Oh, and, and Harris. Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, well, he. Could, I think McDonough wanted to kill him. Tim McDonough. Heather. Heather McDonough. <laughs> she was texting you about Lanford. He said, "I am driving around getting upset." Damn, you got Heather <laughs> mad. He- Listen, if Tim was mad, I can see it. <laughs> Heather is a nice person, man. I'm usually on Heather's team because we, we're we're both anti me. Yeah, anti JP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My guy Scoot Henderson, by the way, he went third. Who the hell went second? He's averaging 13 points a game and almost five assists per game. Rookie with Portland. That's a bad hey, team. There you go. So I, I feel like that's good. He's at 27 minutes a night playing, helping. Um, Landville, do you want to tell B all the stuff you were saying about Josh Harris during the commercial? Yeah, I just hope he doesn't uh, order the commanders to make a specific pick like he did that time with the Sixers. Pick who? Pick Jaleel Okafor. Great pick. Great pick. Landfill. Landfill claims that's he found ru- an article. That's a rumor, Landfill. He claims he found an article from the Philadelphia Inquirer. In which if, there's a, if there's an article in Philadelphia, they say whatever they feel like saying. But here's the other thing. Landfill is mad that he didn't take, according to Landfill, that the pick should have or could have been Chris Stapp's Porzingis who was hurt his whole career. Yeah. Much much better player than Okafor yeah, who plays he, he in hadn't China. On, he hadn't been on a damn court. I mean, here's the thing for Boston, right? They have Chris Stapps this year. Everybody that you listen to for Boston is like, man, as long as KP stays healthy, we could win it all. That's what they've said about that dude his whole career. Okafor made the all-rookie team his rookie year. It looks like he just had a really bad injury, Landini. Now I'm doing a very I'm I'm just glancing at this from afar, but I'm not I'm not gonna freak out about the Jaleel Okafor Chris Stapps Porzingis pick in twenty fifteen. Are you gonna freak out about that, Brian? No. You know what the opposite of freaking out is? What's that? Telling you about something cool. And that is our guys over at Rudy's Golf and Sports Bar. They've got seventy four driving range bays with top tracer technology and it's Listen, when you think of the driving range spots that you can go and drink beer and watch TV, there's one name that comes to mind. Rudy's is half the price of those guys. 
You should go check them out. They've got two putt-putt courses. They've got an awesome draft beer selection, really good chicken wings, mozzarella sticks. You can take your family. You can go with the boys. That would actually be really fun for March Madness if you wanted to plan an afternoon watching the games. Check them out, rudysgolf.com or on Instagram, at rudysgolf. Roostizzle tweet texted. I don't know why I didn't text you, B, or did he? He didn't text me. Who else on this damn text? He did text you, B. Did he? Chris Russell, Russo, Buffalo Joe, oh, he says, did. have some lunch for the crew. Be there around 1235. cock a doodle do to you. Roost? That's great news. Um, hmm. All right. So what is he bringing? Anybody know? Do not know. Also don't know when it was cooked. <laughs> but I'm going to eat it. I eat expired food all the time. Yeah, you you eat food that's like years old. Brian, in college I lived in a house that was condemned by PG County. I'm going to I'm a survivor. I'm going to make it. Nah, something wrong with you, dog. Something's probably wrong with me. That's also probably accurate. Um but I look good today, landfill clean shave, baby. Takes 10 years off you. Um Oof. What do you got going on this weekend, B? I have an appearance tomorrow. I'm Where cleaning at? up my FedEx field. I'm cleaning up my garage on Sunday. Then is I'm, that like? Then I'm doing did another. Somebody asked you to Monday. hang out, and you're like, "Nah, man, I got to clean out my garage." That sounds like a, the kind of excuse you make when you don't want to do anything. No, no, I had a buddy that hit me and said, uh, "Yo, man, let's clean out that garage on uh, Sunday." And I said, "Hell yeah!" What kind of person offers to help? Like, out of the blue, hey, can I come clean out your garage? I was talking about what I had to do. And you know what, JP? Friends like you, I would never even must mention it to you because you're never going to want to help me anyway. You, do you want to come clean out my garage? No, hell no. Does yeah, your buddy want to come clean my out my garage? My buddy Greg called me and said, yo, man. Greg Height? We could clean that garage out, man. Let's do that. Greg is, Greg is like the nicest dude on the planet. Yeah. Whenever there's something wrong, he's like, yo, I can fix that. Because he can probably do a lot of more stuff. Greg like using his hands. Um, My daddy made me use mine too much when I was young, so I don't like doing a lot of physical labor. Now, I think of you <laughs> using your hands, it's like help. fighting someone. <laughs> Jeff, why are you laughing? What what happened? Did Jeff just take a bong hit? No, what just happened no. over there? I guess when I said use your hands. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I got older, I was like, I refuse to do a lot of damn manual labor. When I think of B. Mitch using his hands, it's to beat someone up. And, like, possibly choke them out. Yo, Jeff, like did you get people. tapped out the other day? Pause, JP. What? And no. Are you sure? Because Landville says he's got audio of it. Man. Oh, that's from a while ago. Yeah, that's from a while ago. See, look, JP just, want, just wanted to throw me under the bus. Man, come on, dog. That was, like, two years ago. No, it was last year. Two. Last year. Um, Landfill, yeah. will you come over to my house this weekend and help me clean my garage out? Absolutely not. But I do want to say when I think of P. Mitch using his hands, I think of him driving all the way up to Shreveport to try out for the Canadian Football League. <laughs> when I think of P. Mitch, hey, you, <laughs> four-hour ride in Louisiana is a long damn time, man. It, I mean, isn't that the same amount of time as it would be anywhere else? Uh, whenever, no, because <laughs> time moves slower no, down Louisiana, there. Louisiana, you don't really drive four hours to go places. If you have to drive four hours, then you say like, that's a long damn time. You expect to be in another state. Landfill, with the safety of being in the other room, does that make any sense? It makes a lot of sense to me. It doesn't like, make in a whole Texas, lot of sense. In Texas, okay, let's say in Texas, you say, hey, man, we got to do a 10-hour ride. It's possible in Texas. Texas not, is big. It's not possible in Louisiana. 
Except it is because you did. But I had never driven there before, so driving there was long as hell to me. We need Maniac to do the. You know that there are four unique dialects, or I guess accents, in Louisiana. New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Um. I yeah, I'm glad you drove four hours, man. Uh, now I get your point. I drove seven hours to drive you and uh, Mitch and 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 dumb Pete down in Wichita. Y'all didn't drive. You didn't let us. Why would I let you? You were tipsy already. No. Uh, now, hang on. You said, I'm going to rent the car. I'm going to drive us. No. I yes. said I was going to drive, and then before we could get anywhere, where I, if I said I wanted to rest, you all were tipsy. I I did have the Dr. Pepper clear that week. But you were tipsy. Yeah, there was no Dr. Pepper clear. There was a vodka in the Dr. Pepper bottle. But, <laughs> Dr. Pepper clear, Landfill? Get you moving, buddy. Look, so, Landfill, when I said I'm going to keep driving, I had a reason. When we stopped on the exit to go to the bathroom, I, I knew we had to. I had to keep driving. I wouldn't trust JP's driving, even if he wasn't having some Dr Pepper clear. I'm a good driver. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, didn't I, you go to traffic court because you drove past a school bus? That was erroneous. No, and, no, no, yo, no. It was facts. There's no listen. After after we got all the real evidence, you were guilty as hell. Listen, school buses should not be stopping. On they gotta let the kids off six lane major roads. Hey man, where people are going 40, 50 miles. They have signs that tell you to stop. It's amazing to me that you seem to think the they whole stopped world, at a bank. You think the whole world's supposed well, to adjust to JP? They family. stopped at a bank. The kids can't get money. Yeah, the kids Listen, has to get his cheddar. There's a lot of things I would like to respond to between some of these allegations flying around here, but for the sake of our FCC license, I'm not going to. <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.